take a step into my theophany. One day I'm going to take another step into my theophany. And one day I know that final step, well, it's going to set me free. My theophany, well, I hear it calling for me. It's calling, come up. It's calling, come up, oh come up a little higher Into the perfect work, oh yes, come up, oh a little higher Into agape love, oh come up, come up a little higher Soar into the heavenlies, my theophany, well I hear it you hear it calling tonight? Amen. It's calling, come up a little higher. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Well, we'll invite Brother Moses to come. We'll just change the order of the service. Let's open our hearts for the word now. We'll sing, Lord, my heart is open. Won't you come inside? We'll just open up and just be ready for the word to flow and meet your needs. Oh, Lord. My heart is open, won't you come inside, fill up all my being, ever to abide, I've opened all the I've thrown wide every door, so won't you come inside me, Lord? I need you more and more, and Lord, my heart is open, won't you come inside? I've opened all the windows I've thrown wide every door So won't you come inside me, Lord I need, let's sing that one more time Lord, my heart is open Amen And Lord, my heart we open our hearts, won't you come, oh, and fill us, fill our, oh, all our being, ever to abide, I've opened all the windows, throne
Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we bow our heads, but also our hearts before you, Father. Lord, in this time of great, of great anxiety on the outside, where the world is in a situation of gross darkness, Father, we are so privileged to have the light that is still shining in our heart. Father, Lord, we humble our hearts to receive more of you again this evening, Father. Lord Jesus Christ, we recognize the great privilege to be part of the bride. Lord Jesus Christ, we recognize that we are in the time where, Lord, you want yourself to make yourself known and make real, Father. Lord, we accept you in our heart. We want to receive more of you, Father. That's why we are here, Father, to look up to you and to you only. You are the redeemer of our soul, Father. You are the one, Father, who purchased us, who bought us with your own price, the price of your own blood. Father, Lord, we humble ourselves to you because we want, Lord, to see more of you. You said, Father, the way to go up is to go down. Father, we go down this evening, Lord, to have, Lord, that attitude of that approach to come to you and say, Father, we want you. We desire more of you. We want that birthright, Father. We want, Lord, to have, to possess the land and to walk in victory, Father. Lord, we love you. We give you the glory and the honor. May you, Father, Lord, bless the remainder of the service. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you, Father, the atmosphere. Father, may you help us to grow, Lord, deeper, even deeper, Father, in your word. And still we see you because we desire to see you. Sir, we would like to see Jesus. As the prophet has said, Father, we want to see you once again this evening. Speak to our heart, Father. Put the man aside. Let your word have the full preeminence, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you richly. Amen. Thank you, Brother John. Thank you for the song service. Thank you, musicians. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good to see, I won't say new faces, old faces that I see them newly. <laughs> So it's good to see each one of you today. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And those who are streaming, also I greet you. And uh, looking forward that we can be all together. Amen? We can be all together. We realize that uh, we need one another. The body is, 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 is... God knew that we need one another even this time here and in this place that... We need that, that, that the prayer of that person, the testimony, the presence, the amen of that person. We need we, 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 the, the song, the song, the special, any part of anything is important. And amen. we can realize that. And we thank God that God put all of us in this place and we have, we have our place. Nobody can take your place. So 
Maybe you don't consider yourself as a special, but in God's economy, you are special, and nobody else cannot take your place. Amen. Only you can fulfill that position, that place. Amen. Let's go to the Word of God, Psalm 86. Scripture read last time. Trying to get somewhere, but that somewhere is it's still in my draft notes <laughs> before I get there. So eventually after this, I will get, after this service, I can get to where initially I thought to go. But um, God, is, God is in control. I would like also to mention that I really appreciated the services on Sunday, man. It was really good services on Monday, on morning and the evening. And God inspired the, 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 the servant and really enjoyed them. And it was good. And oh, just jubilee, amen. Masterpieces. Masterpieces. Thank God for that, amen. God bless you richly and continue to inspire you more. Thank everybody is there, Psalm 86. I'll read from verse 11 to 17. Save time. Teach me thy way, O Lord, I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and planters in mercy and truth. O turn unto me and have mercy upon me, Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thine handmaid. Show me a token for good, that they that which hate me may see it and be ashamed, because thou, O Lord, hast helped me and hast comforted me. Amen. You can have your seat. I'd like to... That's the general thought where I'd like to go and, and to dig deeper and see how God, the thought of the uniting of my heart, oneness with God, because we are living in a time of oneness with God, where God has to bring us to the full oneness with Him. We are living in a time of marriage, Amen. We're not living in the time of a courtship, we're not, even, not even engagement. We are living in a time of marriage. We have to be united with Christ, to be united with the Word, united with Him, become one with Him. What He thinks, that's what you think. What He desires, that's what you desire. You have to be, you have to come to the place where we walk in harmony with Him. We have to come to the place where we become like Adam when he was in the Garden of Eden. 
Adam was naming those animals. It was not that he was having his own thought about those animals, but it was getting into the mind of Christ, the mind of God. The mind of God and the mind of Abraham was exa- or Adam was exactly the same. But what he was naming and God was saying, amen, that was my initial thought as well, and you have my initial thought. The bride also, she knows, she has the word, she has that save the Lord. She knows who she is. She knows what to do with the word. She's not presuming. She's not going without authority. She knows where she's standing. She has to come to that level. That's the age we are living. That's the message we have received. Amen. That makes a complete separation of the denominations. We're not only trying to see, oh, I'm going to make it. Can I make it? We are going to make it because we are part of the bride of Jesus Christ himself. Amen. That saved the Lord. It's the rising of the sun. It's the light, as we heard on Sunday. It is the light. It is on that day, amen, where that day there is gross darkness, but there is shalom for the bride. There is a man that can turn on the light and is here, amen. Praise be to God. That's where standing. But this night, tonight, I'm going to take an introduction to something else. Matthew 6. Nineteen twenty-one. Lay not up for, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, but where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I'd like to talk to you this evening, share with you that thought, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is your heart? I'm, talk, talk, I'm not talking about the natural heart or the physical heart, but I'm talking about what is your interest? Where is, what is motivating you? What is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is triggering you? What is helping you to go forward? Where is your heart? Where is your mind? Where is your thinking? Where is your reflection? Where is your memory? Where is your inclination? Where is your determination? Where is it? And the Bible is so simple here, and I want to make it so simple. I'm not going to make it complicated, but just going to make it simple here. It's saying here, where is your treasure? That's where your heart is. Simple as that. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. That's where you will be thinking all the time because that's where your, that's where your treasure is. Sometimes we force ourselves to find where to concentrate our thought. Oh, I can't get rid of these things. It keeps coming towards me all the time, all the different things. It's not where the solution is. The solution is not trying to change your own heart by your own thinking. The solution is to find, God, where is my treasure? Where my treasure is going to be? That where automatically my heart will go to. God revealed to me where is my precious best treasure, and my heart automatically will turn to that treasure. Amen. Amen. 
Because if, if, because too often we struggle with that because we have not identified the real treasure. People have not yet identified the real treasure. The prophet will talk about the message, the thirst. He will say, yes, people want to quench that thirst with many different things. They know they have a desire. Man has been created to worship God. They know that they have desire. They know that they are longing for something. Man will try to satisfy with different things, with entertainment, with different things, with different things. But the purpose for you, God wants your attention to be turned to him and to him only. Amen. He's the one who needs to be worshipped and the only one who is worthy to be worshipped. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ will say again in the Bible, Matthew 13, as I'm putting this long foundation, Matthew 13 says, it says 13, 44, it says again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man had found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goes and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Why buy that field? Because he knows that there is treasure in that field. Amen. Let's continue again. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking godly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Amen. So my question this evening, have you sold everything to find that, to find, to buy that field? Where is the great treasure? Are you still attached to other things without them? So let me keep these things. Maybe I might, hey, if this not, doesn't work, I have a plan B. There is no plan B, amen. Once he has found that that field contains all the treasure, the other things he had to give it out, amen. It's by God's grace that you and I have identified that this message contains the treasure. Many people don't know. It's hidden there. It's hidden in that, in that language of a man of a Kentucky. We might not understand as a human. You read it. You just read it as a human being. You might not understand it. But by God's grace, he has revealed to you and I that there is treasure in that field. What you need is to sell everything and come back to that treasure and keep digging in that treasure, man. You are more rich than you think that you are. Because our treasure is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The message comes to reveal Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the great treasure. Jesus Christ is the wrapped gift. Jesus Christ is the best of the best. Jesus Christ is our husband, like I said that time. Jesus Christ is our diamond, amen. Once you have found it, or I like that song that came to me, give me Jesus, amen. Take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Take the whole thing, but give me the message. Take the whole world, but give me the message that I become united to the message. He is the pearl of great price. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's worth every bit of our time, our talent, of everything. Amen. When the queen of Sheba came, and you know, Brother Van Amin mentioned many times, she had, she had everything, Prophet mentioned many times, that she had everything. She had all the treasure and the different things from her country. But she thought in herself, let me go and find out for myself. Once I go in that country, 
and find out for myself. If I realize that that thing is really true, then that thing deserves everything that I have. I can give it every gift that I have because it's a reality. No matter the obstacles around her, no matter what the people trying to discourage you to go there and find out for herself, she was determined to go there and find out for herself. Come and see, amen. By God's grace, we came and we saw it and we realized this is more important than anything else. Because when the bride, she realizes that this is my husband, everything else loses control, everything else loses esteem. She has all focused only on her husband. In this time of marriage, if you're talking about the, about the head mentioned again on Sunday, so very well, put it so very well. When in the time of preparation for the wedding, the bride is not interested in any other thing. Her interest is only let me get ready for the wedding. Amen. As the bride, one thing that is has our interest, we want to be ready for a husband. Amen. Because there is now, and she found out, she went there, she found out, and she realized that it is a reality. It was a door, it was a gift. A door. It was a gift of wisdom, it was a gift of discernment. We have received the same gift in our time. Amen. More than that, we know that there is greater than Solomon here. Amen. Greater than Solomon here is not Barabbanam. The greater than Solomon that is here is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. I came across a treasure. I was preparing this. I came across a, something, a documentary, something. Oh, you know, the treasure hunters. The treasure hunters can give everything that they have in order to get the treasure. In order to get that treasure, they will give up everything else because they want to reach only that treasure. They have made some research and find out if that field contains that treasure, I have to make sure that I get that treasure. They get some clues. They get some hints. One hint here will lead to another hint here. One hint here will give to another hint. One clue will give to another clue. Let me tell you here, if you just stay here without getting into the message, you won't find many clues. It's up to you to go into the message to find one clue here that will lead you to another clue here, that will lead you to another clue here. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we miss even too many, too much time, too many things in our services because ourselves we don't invest, invest time in finding the clues for ourselves. You find some clues before a service you read and you come and the preacher is on the same, same subject, the same thought as you and that thought. You just realize that thing becomes more real to you than before you read. Because we are in that field that contains treasure. Amen. That's why the prophet preached the message investment. Investment. We must invest time. We must invest our talent. We must invest everything that we have in order for that treasure in heaven. We don't have too many things here anyhow because we are pilgrims. Amen. We are going to a home, our celestial, we are going to a heavenly home. That's our place where we are going. We have to invest in what is the most important thing. Madam will use that quote that he mentioned many times, says, the soul is worth 10,000 so 10, words or 10 million words. Sometimes 10 million words, 10,000 words. Amen. Think about it. 10,000 words, 10,000 universe, one soul. Your soul. Your soul. Amen. Praise be to God. Sometimes I don't realize it, but may God open my eyes. May God open 
open my heart to realize I'm being saved. My soul has been redeemed. It's worth 10, 10 million words in God's eyes. Amen. Wonderful. Let us give everything we have for that soul. Our gift, yes, our gift, our, our gift don't save us. Our talent don't save us. But remember, we are living in a time of adoptions. Yeah, gift and calling are without repentance. Yes, God has given us freely to us. But remember, in this time of spiritual adoption, it is about God. Help me to use those gifts. Help me to use those talents in order for your kingdom. Not for myself, but for your kingdom. Amen. As we heard on Sunday, God, help us to cross the Jordan. <laughs> help us to possess what, we, what you have given us, Lord. You have given us, but it is our responsibility to use it for your, for your kingdom. As we see, sometimes in um, this world might think, oh, I don't have this, I want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. But about one time as a human being, he came to that thought as well. as he went to visit that home of, of Ora Roberts and he came to a place and he sees, they told him, this is the home of Ora Roberts. Just want to see what the way himself is saying it. Because as a human being, he just came and thought about it. Says, when I walked out, I thought, well, future home of Ora Roberts. The future home of Tommy Osborne. Remember, those people, I, I came out from his ministry, his revival ministry. And out of that revival ministry, they became a great man of God. God used them so mightily, but also gave them all the, 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 the different things in the natural as well. And as Brother Banham is looking at that, he feels a little bit of complex around it and is himself. He says, one don't speak to the other one. So I went down the road, I thought, but what about me as a human being? What about me? And something said, look up. <laughs> That's an encouragement I'm trying to tell you, bride. Something, something has to tell you, look up. <laughs> it's not about here, but you is look up. For the bride is look up. As he told me, when I'm here, that's where our vision has to be, look up. You might not have many things here, but you keep looking up. That's where your treasure is. I thought, yes, Lord, let me lay my treasures in heaven, for there is where my heart is. Now, I'm not saying that for pity. I'm just saying that because it has happened and God knows that that's right. See, where is your treasure? Do you want to be some great somebody? If you are, you are nobody. You get to a place still you don't want to be a great somebody. You want to be, you want to be a humble little servant to Christ. That's the way out. That's all. Amen. Just be, hello, I want to be humble. I want to be humble. I want to be, even if you want to make me a doormat in your kingdom, in, in, in your church, I want to be a doormat as long as it is my position. Amen. Because I know there is a mansion waiting for me on the other side. Remember the prophecy given to the prophet, because I have chosen the narrow path, the harder way, that has walked in your own choosing, that has picked the correct and precise decision, it is my way. Because of this momentous decision, a huge portion of heaven will await thee. <laughs> Woo! 
I'm not maybe promising you a huge portion of heaven, but I can promise you one thing, you have a mansion on the other side. As long as you are walking in God's way, that he can tell you this is my way, you don't have to worry about so many other things. Keep your eyes on the portion that is on the other side. What a glorious decision that has made. This in itself is that which will give and may come to pass the tremendous victory in the love divine. If it was the one that it was those that brought the tremendous victory in love divine in life of Brother Barnum, it will give you also victory in love divine in your, in your walk with him as long as you are following the narrow path, the narrow way. Amen. Moses suffered a loss of the throne. The Bible in the type here. Moses lost the, the, the throne because of the reproach of Christ. He esteemed the reproach of Christ better riches than the wealth and the treasure of the world. He had to reject the, he had to reject the treasure of the world in order in order for in order in order for the benefit of the reproach of the anointed word. Let me tell you, as you are accepting the word of God, you have to, you have left. Let me tell you, on Wednesday for the Christians and the believers, you have put aside so many things. You have set aside so many things. You could have been popular. You could have, you had, your talent could have been used, many other things. But you put all these things aside in order for the reproach of the anointed word of God. Let me tell you, it's not in vain. It is not in vain. Actually, it's actually, it's not even to be compared to the price that he has paid for us. It doesn't, nothing can be compared to that. It's only by grace. But let me tell you, even sometimes as a human being, you might, the devil might come and try to discourage you. Let me tell you, we have a portion on the other side. Moses chose to follow a pillar of fire. He chose to follow the angel of the Lord that appeared to him. That's what he was looking at. Only at the pillar of fire that was following him to him. The first exodus is a type of the third exodus. As you are walking in your daily walk with God, keep your eyes upon the, the pillar of fire. Keep your eyes upon Christ. Keep your eyes upon the anointed word of God. Amen. That's where that is going to lead you into the millennium. Amen. The first, in the first exodus, the first, the pillar of fire led them into the promised land. Let me tell you, this one is going to lead us into the millennium. Amen. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Amen. As he has promised us. It will produce the same result to go to a home. Because we are messengers to the world, ambassadors of heaven, professing that we are pilgrims and strangers. We are not of this world. We are seeking for a city, of a city to come whose builder and maker is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where we are putting our treasure, amen. No wonder the prophet will say, all too little is spent on laboring for the eternal rewards of God. The recompense of God is too lightly esteemed. If we believe in the reality of the resurrection of the body and an eternal kingdom of substance, then we ought to lay up in heaven those good treasures that are available to the saints, to the faithful saints. Amen. Amen. Let me say this. It's not only about, oh, 
Let me make it to heaven. Let me make it. If I can only make it to heaven. If I can only make it. That's, that's not that. <laughs> that's not that, man. That's not that. We, we're not all, if, I, if I go there, oh, let me get my reward. That's not only that. But, oh, God, I don't want you to be only my Savior. I want you to be my Lord. I want you to have a personal relationship with you. I want to fall in love with you. I want my love towards you to get sweeter and sweeter. The other thing will follow. <laughs> because if I'm the bride of Jesus Christ, the other thing will follow. I want right I'm here. I want to live for you. I want to express you. I want to be in your perfect will. I want my life to be in line with your word. I want my love to be expressed towards you. I want to be ministering to you now. I'm your bride. I want to minister to you now. <laughs> The determination they go on the other side, Lord, give, 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 give. But when the word comes to them, they retract. But God, give, give, give. The bride is not that way. Yes, Lord, give. But Lord, I want to give myself to you. My purpose to give myself to you. That's where I want to invest. I want to be completely to you. Unite my heart with you, Lord. The message is full of treasures. I can remember the story of the prophet talking about that mother, American mother. She had a boy and a businessman. He went to India. And he went there to India. And he, she was wondering, oh, he has been sending me things, but I don't. He, he heard, I told him that he was, I was sick. And then they came to invest. But why you are poor like this? And why is not sending to you anything? You are poor here and everything. You're you're suffering, but he's not sending you anything. So, oh, my little boy, he loves me so much. He sends me pictures and nice pictures, and just take those nice pictures, just put them into the Bible, just you know, put them to the Bible. Just put them into the Bible. <laughs> this is a nice picture. <laughs> Pastor Doro gave it to me I was all preaching in that day August 2013 so I always kept it with me <laughs> in the Bible, my picture <laughs> now I lost my mind <laughs> yes, you already put pictures into the Bible pictures into the Bible and and then they say, oh, let, let, tell us, you know the story. Tell us about those pictures. Show us those pictures a little bit. And then they, told, they, gave, then they came and they saw those pictures. Oh, they're nice, but they're not pictures. These are bills from India. Oh, these are bills from India. You just need to convert those bills into American bills. You are rich. You are more rich than you know. You're not aware. Let me tell you, it's the same thing for us. We didn't know that we had received so many treasures in the Bible. But God sent us someone from India. Someone from heaven, Malachi 4. And he came and told us, these are not just simple letters. This is your treasure. This is for you. You just need to convert those pictures into Canadians' money. Convert those pictures into your need. Convert those pictures into your local needs. And it's going to fulfill your needs. You are more rich than you knew that you were rich. 
Amen. That's the message we have received. And that's where we are investing. We are putting your heart. The more we are investing, the more we are spending time in it, the more we are talking about taking those nuggets, it becomes richer and richer. We understand that God is unveiling more and more. It becomes a reality more than reality. That's what we have received. We used to look at the Bible in, with the denominational concept, with the denominational standpoint. We didn't understand what it meant. But we thank God that we have received Malachi 4. He has told us the mystery in the Bible. We used to look at the, at the cloud, the picture of the cloud in the wrong way. Amen? We were looking the wrong way. He told us you have to turn it right. Turn it right, then you'll see that it's your husband inside of there. It's a reality. Amen? The picture is not just to say that's the picture. Let me tell you, brother, what I'm calling it. It is the evidence, a vindication of the message that we have received is the truth. It is the supreme judge. <laughs> oh, praise be to God. I want to make a transition here to. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. Second Corinthians 4, 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness and shined in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. But we have this treasure in the earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Amen. Amen. God put his treasure in us too. His heart is also in us. The heart of God is not in heaven. The focus of the heart of God is not in heaven. The focus of the heart of God is on the bride. The prophet says that the Lord Jesus Christ was the very heart of God himself. He used to think that God hated him, but Jesus loved him. Then he came to understand that Jesus was the very heart of God himself. Amen. The treasure, if the treasure was in heaven, he would have, not, he would have stayed in heaven. Amen. His treasure was focused on the bride. As he was going through Calvary, his mind was on the bride. He was thinking of you. He was thinking of me. Amen. As unworthy as we are, but he was thinking of you, he was thinking of us. Amen. If he could accept to, to, to shed his own blood, oh, I can't even, it's just marvelous. If the Lord Jesus Christ could think that he, 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 he esteemed himself, that the price to, in order to redeem me had to take his own life, it means he takes the value of your life at the same value of his own blood that he has to shed in order to purchase you. What grace! It means God values the bride more than himself. Oh my God! That's why I can serve him more. Now it's not by force, it's by love towards him. <laughs> Praise be to God. Dying at the cross means that he has considered you and I at the same value as his own blood. It's not the end. The prophet says, every time the heart beats, the blood pulsates to every member of the body. Every time the loyal heart of God beats, it pulsates through the name of Jesus Christ to the church. It means his heart 
You are the focus of his love. The focus of his heart. You are the treasure for his heart. <laughs> That's not the end of either. Either when the seven seals was opened, there was silence in heaven to show that the focus is not in heaven anymore. The focus is our God is now on the bride. He comes to vote the bride. <laughs> As we see the three coming of the Lord, it is about he comes to save the bride. He comes to claim the bride. He comes with the bride. Remember himself realizing that I want to speak with that bride. His prayer to the Father Jesus Christ said, where they are, where I am, I want them to be there as well. Make me one with them. Oh, praise be to God. Lord, and us as a brother, we say also to him, we want to minister to you. Unite my heart to you, Lord. I want to minister to you. No foreseeing, I want to minister to you. Praise be to God. Look at David. God looked down out of heaven and said, David, the heart, man after my own heart. The prophet says, and shows the father, now it depends on whose heart that you belong to. If you belong to the heart of the world, you'll act like the world. But if you belong to the heart of God, you look things the world knows nothing about. So much deceit goes on and on and says, end of quote. Let me say, if your treasure is in God and God's treasure is in you, it is the uniting time. If you want to read of God, the prophet says the heart of God is in the bride. Just want to read it quickly. I don't know where time is flying, where it's going. The heart of God and the bride. And our certain sound, 62 says, But that the life in the heart of that tree has to live. God said, I will restore. For the evening light is to ripen. In the middle of that tree stands the heart of God. That's the bride tree to meet the bridegroom. In the middle of that heart is the heart of God. That like when, just like it was in the Garden of Eden, originally the tree, the two trees of life. Take Adam and Eve as a shadow of the two trees that actually stood there, life and death. Oh, let me tell you, in the middle of the bride tree, there is uh, the heart of God. That's where his treasure is. That's where he's looking at you. Don't think maybe you know what you're going through. Maybe you're going through trials, maybe through difficult times. You say, oh God, maybe he doesn't think about what, what is this happening, what is happening. Let me remind you, you are still the heart of God. In you, he is the heart of God. The heart of God is inside of you. Amen. The devil will try to tell you that these trials and things is your God trying to put punishment on you. That's not punishment of God to you. The trial just helping to, to show that the character that is inside of you can shine more and more to reflect his nature, to respect his characteristics. There's nothing of punishment of God. As long as you are in Christ, as in you, you are one with him. You are the heart of Christ himself, the heart of God. Amen. This is a uniting time. Uniting time for the bride. Uniting time for the rapture. The bridegroom called for the bride. Amen. Now I'm asking you, where is your heart? 
Amen. If his heart is in you, where is your heart? Your heart has to be in him. Amen. The main purpose of the ministry is the call of the bride for a washing, for a cleansing. It's not, it's not only, let me, I'm just going to put it here. It's not only about the miracles and the other things. The message comes in order to call the bride for the bridegroom. Amen. Ephesians 5, 25 and 27 says, Husband, love your wives. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for the church. He gave himself for the bride because of the love that he has for the bride. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. The message comes in order to wash us, to cleanse us, to remove anything of the world. That's the message cleansing us. Amen. You don't cleanse yourself. You can't clean yourself. It has to be the message cleaning you. Amen. 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 I've showed hands sometimes. I ask my wife, I can't reach the, I can't clean myself. You can't even clean yourself in the natural so why do you think that you can clean your own sins? God has to clean you. <laughs> God is the one cleaning us, washing us, remove everything. Amen. We came from the world as David is saying here. You took me from the pit of hell and you took me and washed me. It is the world washing you. Amen. It is himself. It's not about you. It's about him. Because he died for you, he knows and is determined to wash you with the word. What are you, Lord God? What you have just to have the attitude, Lord, I want to stay in that atmosphere where I can hear and open my heart and for let your word wash me, cleanse me, remove everything. Don't take any attitude, so I, don't, I refuse to go in that area. I don't want him to go in that area. No, Lord, the word you send the message here in order to cleanse me, in order to wash me, in order to take anything of the world because you have declared that she shall be pure and adulterated. It's not by your own action, it is by the word. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy without blemish, invisible union. She's pure. She's not adulterated. She's righteous. How can it be possible? She's being washed by the water of the word of God, the message of the hour. Amen. 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 Oh, sometimes we look, think, oh, we don't see miracles. We don't see things. We don't. Miracles are happening. Great miracles are happening right now. What is the great miracles? God is removing the dirt or the dirt and filthiness of the world and is making me clean. Amen. Amen. If I want healing in the body, he's going to give me. Amen. But now the most important thing as he's doing this, I want my heart to be in the cleansing process. Lord, clean me, clean me, clean my heart, clean my heart. Constantly my heart. Here was voices we need in Jeffersonville, thousands of holy voices, or lived voices. The thunder of God thundering out in sweetness and holiness and purity and defied lives. Walking around in the earth today without a blemish. Oh, yes, 
Christian, real Christians, the quote of Brother Manam in the Revelation chapter 4. Third part says real Christians that thunder against the enemy. The devil don't care how loud you can holler. The devil don't care how much you can jump, how much you can do this or shout. But what hurts the devil is to see that sanctified, holy life consecrated to God. Say anything to him, call him anything, just as sweet as it can be, and move right on. Oh my, that throws him away. That's the thunder that shakes the devil. Amen. That's what we want. We want him to cleanse us, to wash us. Because the devil is scared of that sanctified life. That lived life. That heart that is completely committed to God. That heart that has no bitterness. That's the one he's scared of. Amen. But when I'm going, when I'm just paraphrasing him, say, the devil is not scared of me, but he's scared of the one that is inside of me. The devil is not scared of the flesh, but the one is inside of you is the one he's scared of. Amen. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. <laughs> Praise be to God. Romans 3, 20. It seems like the opposite of just what I said, but I just want to make a point here. Romans 3.20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. And 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It looks like the opposite here. Because it's saying, nobody can be justified by the deeds, by the deeds of the law. Let me say this, nobody can be justified by the deeds of the message only. Because the message has two parts. The message has the low part and it has the grace part. If you just be on the low part, thou shall know this, thou shall know this, thou shall know this. I was teaching my kids the Ten Commandments, my wife and Ten Commandments. Now they call us the Ten Commandments guys. Oh, thou shall not do this. Whatever we tell them, don't do it. Is this a commandment too? <laughs> Mommy, 11 commandment, thou shall not do this. <laughs> Call us now. But it's important. At the beginning, they need those commandments. <laughs> the message is not only about I shall not do this, I shall not do this, I shall not do this. Yes, that part is important and you have to do that part. But that's not the whole message. The part of the message that is even more interesting, it is the grace part of the message. You have to switch from the low part into the grace part of the message. The grace part is the covenant part of the message. Is the covenant part is the marriage part. What is the covenant? The covenant it is, it is unconditional, amen. It's the grace part, it's the covenant part. What is that covenant? It says, I shall put in your heart my law. I shall put the message into your heart. Once the message becomes into your heart, then we can say, praise be to God. Because if it is, you see it only on the external part. Let me tell you, you'll be suffering for excitement. It is important. It is part of the journey. But don't stop there. Don't be good only when you see a deacon. And that's not good enough for you. Amen. You have to come where, where the deacon is there or not there. It comes from your heart. That's what I'm saying. But how can you get to that level? Stay being washed by the word of God. 
will he get fat? Will he get, will he get vanished? But I don't know, I still have that desires. Yes, yes, you still have that desires. But you know, keep being washed by the word. Keep being washed by the word. Keep being washed by the word. At some point, you see that desires go away. What made it? The power of the bleeding word will remove that desire. The prophet preached the message, the door inside of the door, the doors of the heart. We have some private areas in the heart. Oh, I don't, I don't want him to go that area. I don't, I don't, oh, I want to hide that area. Don't hide that area. Open the heart. Thank you, brother. Open the heart. Lord, I open my heart, and I want the word of God to come into my heart and wash things inside of the private area in my heart because that the purpose of the message is the cleansing of the heart. The message comes to dress our heart with the robe of righteousness, the wedding garment. No message, no wedding garment. No message, no baptism of the Holy Ghost. No message, no new birth. No message, no real sanctification. It's not the sanctification of the Muslim where you have, just be, you know you have, you have. That's not sanctification. You have to dress this. Oh, you know, if I dress this, 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 this dress like this and they see me, it's not good. You know, that's not, that. It, it's good, but that's not enough. God, I want inside of my heart the instructor to be teaching me how I will dress, how I will cut my hair. I want the one instructor to be inside of my heart. That's where I want to be, Lord. Because the covenant part is you have to put that law inside of my heart. Nobody shall push me to come to church. Nobody shall push me to pay the tithes. Nobody shall push me this year. Yes, sometimes the word of us will come and remind you a little bit about those things. But you say, oh God. That's why you say we make mistakes. How you say you make mistakes means it's not something you desire to do, but you make a mistake. Amen. Amen. The message must say you make mistakes. It has removed the desires, but you still make mistakes. Amen. But if you don't, you still have that desire and do those things, that's not a mistake anymore. <laughs> Amen. The message is not about, oh, you know, message prosperity gospel as we heard. Prosperity message, you know, prosper, you have this. You, how many needs a lot of money? Oh, yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. That's not the message. It has its part, but that's not the message. The message is the call of the bride. The message is the calling out of the bride. Let me say it again. The message is the calling out of the bride for the rapture. Whether you have, you don't have, you have the rapture. That's where the heart is. You have the rapture inside of you. Amen. The cloudy skies and, and storms of life are no signs of God's disapproval. Exposition of the seven churches. Neither are bright skies and still waters signs of his love and approval. His approval of any of us is only in the beloved. His love is elective, which he had for us before the foundation of the world. Does he love us? Ah, yes. Does he love you? Yes. But how shall we know? We shall know because he said so. 
That's why the message is for the believers. It's not for the unbelievers, it's for the believers. I believe the word of God. I don't understand, but I believe the word of God. You are going through trials, but how can you? I believe the word of God. He didn't ask me how you feel, how you see this. He asked me, do you believe? And I say, I believe. He said so, amen. And manifest that he did love us for the boy brought us to himself and gave us of his spirit, blessing us as sons. How shall I prove my love to him? By believing what he said and by conducting myself with joy and midst of the trials. <laughs> May God help us. May God help us to live, to live, to conduct ourselves with joy and midst of the trial that in his wisdom allows to come to pass. Oh, I know it's hard when you go to trials. Oh, it's hard, God. Be merciful unto us, Lord. But may God help us to live, conduct ourselves with joy in the midst of those trials. Whether external things are okay or not okay, Lord calls us to always say, I will serve you. I will minister unto you. No matter it goes, the, 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 the stormy, the cloudy skies, the storms of life, no matter what happens, let me be like Joshua. My house and I, we are going to serve the Lord. Israel, what are you going to do? But my decision, I'm going to serve the Lord. The least of his desire for me is a commandment. The least of his desire for me is a commandment. Like those generals in the time of David, the least of the desire of David was for them like a commandment. The trials and the steps they were going through didn't remove the anointing that was upon David. The anointing in the covenant was staying there all the time. Even in the time of those trials, the covenant was still there. Amen. David, you will be a king and the throne shall not come out from your family or from descendants, or say in English, but it will always be there. That's my covenant with you. The same thing for you. The royal blood of Jesus Christ flows through the bride. Your trials doesn't remove the covenant of God. Just encouraging you today, this evening, where your heart is to be in Christ is my treasure. He's my all. He's my everything. That's where I want to be. When Laodicea is occupied in other things, the bride is occupied on the marriage relationship. Am I washed? Am I washed? Am I continually being washed in the blood? The bleeding word. The bleeding word keeps us saved. Am I being filtered in the word of God? Lord, bring me through the filter of your word all the time. Bring me to the field of the word. Bring me to the field of the word. Let my heart go to the field of the word all the time. That's where has to be my focus. Let me go to the filtering of the word of God all the time, oh Lord. You know the mystery of brother, ministry in Brother Banam study the discernment, or study of the hand, discernment of the diseases in the hand, the sign in the physical. It was the physical part. And then when you the discernment of the secret of the heart. And, it was, and, and let me tell you, in all this time, all this, all this ministry, it's never failed. It's never failed even once. Sometimes they could go, when he's discerning with the hand, remember the story when he had his own wife, he, he, he touch, he's, touch, he's touching the wife, he said, oh wife, touching the sister, say, you see, you're sick, I'm going to touch my wife, touch the wife. Oh honey, there's a kiss. But I don't feel anything. No, but did Brother Banham doubt what he had? 
No, it was still valid, it's still real, it never fails. They went to the doctors and the doctors checked and everything, so we don't see anything. Did Barabanam doubt what he had? No, he didn't doubt. Even though the doctor said something else, what he had discerned there, it was correct. Let me tell you, here it goes the other way. The way it goes here, it is, he had detected something that the doctor couldn't detect, but it was still right. Sometimes the doctor tells you things, but if the word of God doesn't match what the doctor is saying, don't take what the doctor is saying, take what the word of God is saying, because the word of God never fails. It's always right. As he took over the hand and all the time, through many years, he had a child. And but he never doubted what he had. He knew it was right. And one time it will come to be fulfilled. It came to the second ministry of discernment of the heart. It never failed. No matter how, no matter how opposition. Sometimes in certain circumstances you might not understand. But his name is not that, that name. I know him with the other name. I know him with that name. How could he call him with that name? But I'm calling him with the name that he had in his own family that nobody else knew. He called him with that name to show that it is God. It's not a man. It never failed. The second, the third part as well, when it's dealing with our soul, it will never fail as well. It will lead us into the rapture. As long as you put your treasure there, it will never fail. Remember the third, as you look at Barabalam, the system made that there, he could detect it, but he didn't remove it. I was wondering why he didn't remove it. He took the third pool in order to pronounce the word of God, in order to remove that. Let me tell you, we need all now, sometimes it can be detected, things can be detected in the physical, but let me tell you, we have the power of the third pool to remove any curse, to remove any mistakes, to remove anything that might come on the way. Just pronounce the word of God, and it's going to be fulfilled. The word of God never, never, never fails. Hallelujah. Matthew 25. Then, whilst he went, they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they were ready, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. Notice here, I'm just putting a comment, I'm going to close anytime soon. They went into the marriage and the door was shut. The mind of the bride is in the marriage. The mind of the bride is in the oneness with the husband. Whether you see miracles around you or whether you don't see miracles around you, don't doubt that he is with you. People start sometimes wondering, oh, if the God of William Marabram, where is this? He is still here. Don't, don't doubt that he is still with you. Miracles will be happening all the time. All the time. All the time. And don't, 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 don't reduce your faith to say, you know, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. This. That, that's not the point. What I'm trying to say is, you keep your mind in your union with the word of God, and the rest will be given to you because you are his bride. Because you are the heart. You are where he has put his own heart. 
You are the greatest miracle. He called you out of Laodicea. You are being united to the word. That's the greatest miracle. Don't think that you are less than that. God is there watching over you. Amen. This is a different age, as mentioned, but I, want, I like the way I wanted to mention that quote as well. So just put the emphasis here. But what I'm saying in the message, the message that works is faith expressed. It says, God to the Pentecostal church of this day, the restoration of the gift. May, Lord, those men, maybe some of them present here, some of them hearing the tape around the world, may they realize that this is the calling out of the bride. The message is the calling out of the bride, not a Pentecostal message. It's not on the sensation and the emotions. The message is about the calling out of the bride for the union in the heart. Amen. The Pentecostal message was to restore the gift back to the church. But this is the calling forth of the bride. Another message that was to come just before Sodom was to be burned. Let them understand, dear God. That's our prayer. Lord, help us to understand that this is the calling out of the bride. It's not the calling out just to stay in the wilderness. It's the calling out so that we can be united with him. Faith, I believe this because it's revealed by your spirit through the word of God and has been vindicated and made manifest to the whole world. Certainly, Lord, in the minority, always your groups are the way, but you said Fear not, little flock. It's your father's good will to give you the kingdom. End of quote. Like I said last time, we are the antitype of Abraham. We are separated from the world. We are separated from all. We have believed the word of God. We are believing the word of God against any hope. We keep believing. We are not staggering upon the promise of God. We have received the sign of the circumcision of the heart, the seal of the righteousness by faith. Now we are going into the process. We went to the process of the change of the heart, the renewing of the mind. Now we are waiting for the body change. Amen. We are going, we are going to go back again young. Amen. I'm just thinking about it. We are going to be young again. Not only young and stay young for a couple of years, but we are going to be young forever. Amen. Think about all the Edmonton Eve. I was saying in Edmonton here, I have a pill here that will make you young for 40 years. This church will be full of people. They will forget the corona. They will come to look for that pill. <laughs> but now we have the pill that makes you young for eternity or eternity upon eternity upon eternity upon eternity. Why would you exchange that for something else? This is your greatest treasure that we have received. Amen. Uh, just close there. It's the discipline of closing. When you don't feel like closing. <laughs> but by God's grace, the musicians can come. Do you love the Lord? I want to keep you long, but then. What does the message mean to you? What does Calvary mean to you? What does the message mean to you? What does the cross mean to you? What does Christ mean to you? Is easy the greatest treasure? Is it one you get the most interest? 
He said, after this service, what, what, you go back, you, what, what, is, what is interest? What is in your heart? What is, what is captivating you? What, what is the main interest in your heart? Is it God? Is the union of God? Is the desire to be united to him? If it's not that, maybe time to check your heart, God. Is it something taking a place where it should be? Lord, uh, Brother Balaam talks about idolatry. Idolatry is something that takes the place of God. Sometimes we don't realize it. Lord, I want you to have to be the center of my heart. I want you to be the center of my life. I want to be the center of everything. Lord, I want my love towards you to be greater and greater all the time. Amen. Amen. Give me Jesus. In the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. 